Coming up on this episode of Cancer Chat. My daughter actually uh, posted, because she's one of these social media kids, um, uh, my story. And I got a $16 donation from a young woman in New York City who happened to have gone to college with my daughter, who worked at Memorial Sloan Kettering as a dance therapist. And I had to immediately reach out, because I didn't know who this was. And I said, well, you know, tell me about why that is. And, and why $16? And she said, uh, you know, um, the cause is great. Um, and that's what I had in my account at the end of the month. Hi, and welcome to Cancer Chat. On this episode, Hollings Cancer Center Director, Dr. Ray DuBois gears up for a chat about the upcoming Lobello bike ride, benefiting cancer research at Hollings with cancer researcher, Dr. Gerard Silvestri and Lobello event manager, Rachel Haney. Enjoy the chat. Today we have two special guests, Rachel Haney, uh, who's the Lovello event manager, and Dr. Gerard Silvestri. He's an MUSC Hollings Cancer Center researcher, lung cancer pulmonologist. He's uh, been working on a very exciting cancer prevention and early detection program, uh, but we want to start with the basics. So Rachel, you're new to the Lovello team, but you're not new to this area. Tell us about yourself and what makes you excited about this bike ride we call Lovello. Great. Thank you, Dr. DuBois. I'm so excited to be a part of um, MUSC and the Hollings Cancer Center. Um, I'm really excited to be a part of the Lovello team this year. And what makes Lovello special? There's so many aspects of this event. Um, not only is it a fundraising bike ride for Hollings Cancer Center, but it truly is more than that. It truly is a movement. It's a movement that rallies this community together for one great cause, and that's raising funds for cancer research here at Hollings. Thank you. Dr. Silvestri, you participated in the event in 2019. Apparently, you blew everybody's wheels off in the race. Um, <laughs> why did you choose to participate, and how would you describe your experience? Well, if by blowing everyone's wheels off, you mean I, I barely made it across the finish line and had to be picked up yesterday. No, uh, you know, why did I choose it? Um, you know, I've been a, a faculty member here for 28 years this, this August, and, um, you know, there's just, uh, the university's been great to me, and I want to make sure in some way I could give back to the university. But more importantly, um, the Cancer Center relies on philanthropy in some ways. Um, we get money through research funding, some funding through patient care, but for special projects and special needs, we rely on philanthropy. And we're not like a, a Yale or a Harvard that has a billions and billions of dollars endowment. And so we need to raise money and we need that money to be able to have you steward that money and provide it for recruiting top level researchers from around the country for patient care things that we might need that we can't necessarily get. Um, and so I, I want to give back and uh, I'm committed to patients with cancer. It's in my wheelhouse. I'm a cancer physician and I also like to ride a bike. <laughs> so, so all those things made me participate. Yeah, get some exercise. Well, um, you know, a lot of cancer centers have developed these kinds of uh, events at their, you know, as a part of their fundraising effort. And in some places it does raise millions and millions of dollars. So mm -hmm. what kind of impact do you think that would have here? And you've thought about this a lot, I know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, again, there, uh, I, I don't want to belabor how this works, but um, you know this, when, when we get funds in, sometimes they're restricted, meaning they have to be used for a certain research project and they have to be used for uh, a certain things in the building and, and, and such. But 
um, one of the things that about this that's so amazing is the unrestricted money. This money comes in and we can earmark it for really special needs. And so, you know, it's hard to bring in top level researchers, even though Charleston's the greatest city in the country to live in. It's hard to bring in um, uh, top level researchers. You need to offer them what's called a package. And that package might include everything from bringing their lab assistants to bringing equipment to buying new special equipment. And that's what separates mm -hmm. Hollings mm -hmm. from any other cancer treatment program in the state. We have those top level things that we need and philanthropy helps support that. Those unrestricted funds really can't come from anywhere else. We do some other fundraisers, Gourmet and Grapes, we do the mm -hmm. Hollings Cancer mm -hmm. Center tournament. This event, I think, um, can bring in the, the funds we need, not just to survive, but to thrive. Mm -hmm. Good, well put. Rachel, part of the beauty of this is that it can bring the community together right. and unify it in one sort of effort to have an impact on cancer. We're all affected, all of our lives are affected by cancer. Right. Um, can you tell us more about some of the community partnerships that have formed uh, in this right. effort? Absolutely. Um, this year we are working um, with our firefighters and they are rally rallying all the departments together to bring awareness to the number one cause actually of death for firefighters is cancer, mm. um, head and neck cancer actually. And they are joining us on the ride this year, uh, creating a team. They're actually gonna um, stop at one of the rest stops, um, get into gear and ride through the finish line in full gear to bring, um, to bring that awareness through um, our Lovello event. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, uh, Gerard, many of our researchers love being a part of this event because it brings them together with the community and others that are, you know, doing what they can to help fight cancer. Uh, and family, friends come together. Why is that important, do you think? You know, uh, I, I tell everyone this. Um, when you're sitting with cancer patients in that professional setting, it can be pretty stressful, right? <laughs> like, you know, um, we're working really hard. We don't have a ton of time during the day to, to visit with our colleagues. We're moving from thing to thing. We're delivering sometimes very difficult news to patients. Um, we're also sometimes celebrating with our patients when they survive for five years. That's the big celebration point. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so great to see our colleagues outside of the workplace, right? We get to be outside with our friends and our family and other people we recruit into this. Um, and it's it's really both, and patients, some patients ride, right? So it's really both uh, gratifying and, and fun to see people outside of their normal work day, mm -hmm. outside of their work clothes even, <laughs> right. um, the uniform as I like to call it, and, and, and get to, uh, you know, really uh, enjoy them for other aspects of their life, friendship and, and camaraderie, things you don't, you know, even though you, you like and actually love those colleagues you work with, you, you, you can't get that same feeling mm -hmm. inside mm -hmm. the workplace as you do when you're out and about, you know? Nothing mm -hmm. would be better than seeing you in a biking shorts, Dr. <laughs> I have to say, I want that picture. Yeah, I've got the shorts and you'll see me, I'll be there. <laughs> So Rachel, can maybe you could tell us more about the specifics, Absolutely. the routes, the times, the dates, and the home team? Sure, well, we are excited to be back in person this year on November 6th, and um, we have route options for everyone, from the avid cyclist um, to the someone who wants to get on a beach cruiser <laughs> and just enjoy the route, right? So we have our 22, 57, and 100 mile route options that are gonna start downtown at the Citadel at Haygood Stadium and they're gonna ride um, through downtown over the Ravenel Bridge into Mount Pleasant and end on IOP. 
Then we also have our new um, Island Ride. This is a family-friendly option I'm really excited about. It's um, for 10 years and up, you can participate in this um, route option, and it is um, going to start at Isle of Palms, mm -hmm. ride over mm -hmm. and through Sullivan's, and end at IOP on Ocean Boulevard there. We're going to have a great uh, finished festival block party celebrating um, all of our all of our riders, our cancer patients, our cancer survivors. Mm -hmm. um, and then also another great option for everyone this year is our stationary cycling classes. So if you're not comfortable yet riding um, on the road, you can participate that way in one of our um, classes in partnership with Pivotal Fitness. Mm -hmm. They're going to bring out the stationary bikes and the trainers, and we're going to have three 45-minute um, classes right there at the finish, um, right right uh, station next to the finish line, so they can be cheering on our riders as they cross and as they come in. Well, it sounds like a fun event, and, and yeah. I assume we're going to need some volunteers, and how people go about doing that. Yes, absolutely. There are so many volunteer options, and this really is a great way um, to get a feel for the event. If you're not able to ride, you can still participate as a volunteer. Um, we need volunteers to help us at our rest stops. We need volunteers to help us at our packet pickup at Firefly Distillery the night before. Mm -hmm. We need volunteers to help us at the start and finish lines as well. And the great thing is in 2019, a lot of our volunteers saw how much fun it was to, for this event and the riders and um, the cause that it supports. And they are now coming back and participating as riders this year. That's great. And, uh, you know, this is a shout out for people to volunteer if they've got the uh, yes. time and effort to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Gerard, I understand you were one of the top fundraisers in 2019, which is, I really, uh, the Hollings really appreciates that. Can you give people some tips about how they can go about being a good fundraiser? I, in fact, I need some tips myself. Nobody's joined my team yet, so. Well, don't worry, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> we asking. We can help you. with that, too. Um, I was kind of a little bit of a lone wolf just because I, I didn't have it together to, to get on a team. Um, I got put on someone's team later on, but there are some really easy things you can do. First of all, um, you know, and for the young people, they don't have Rolodexes, but you can go through your cell phone and, and just pick out names. And what, well, the first thing you need to do is tell your story. Um, so each rider gets to tell their why I ride. And for me, that first year, uh, I rode for my, uh, for my dad, who died at a very young age of cancer. And then the next year, I rode for my father-in-law, who lived till 89 and beat two cancers. <laughs> um, and I don't know who I'm going to ride for this year. But that story can, can be compelling. And when people read that story, um, they want to give. Mm -hmm. um, what I would also say to you is, like, look, it, it, it doesn't have to be the big donors. I'm pretty lucky and I have some very grateful patients who mm -hmm. donated, who mm -hmm. asked me to donate. I've had some uh, you know, business leaders who've asked, asked me, can I donate to your cause? But the most important donation for me ended up that my daughter actually uh, posted, because she's one of these social media kids, um, uh, my story. And I got a $16 donation from a young woman in New York City who happened to have gone to college with my daughter, who worked at Memorial Sloan Kettering as a dance therapist. And I had to immediately reach out, because I didn't know who this was. And I said, you know, tell me about why that is. And, and why $16? And she said, uh, you know, um, the cause is great. Um, and that's what I had in my account mm -hmm. at the end of the month. And to me, oh, like, wonderful. I wanted to send her $20 back, but, um, <laughs> which I offered to do. Um, but to me, it, it's so meaningful to have people, big and small, donate to this. So 
go through all the people you know. Um, it's a great cause. Everyone's, as you said, Dr. Du Bois, everyone's touched by cancer. Um, people will want to give to this. And you just, you can text them, you, you know, with the link to your story. You can email them with a link. Um, it, it, you know, it doesn't take too much time. I, I'm almost embarrassed to say that despite the fact that I was pretty lucky and raised a lot of money, I only think I got through M in my list on the <laughs> cell phone because I just couldn't keep texting people. And, and so this year I'll try to get to Z. Um, and, and, and I think that's the way we need to, to do this. Yeah, that's very helpful. Uh, you know who I'll be writing for this year. So my brother-in-law who you know, yeah. recently diagnosed. Um, Rachel, what creative ideas have you seen writers or the home team folks do to, to get their fundraising yeah. up? Um, so, <laughs> Tradesman Brewery, actually, they rode in 2019 and the owner, um, he actually challenged his co-workers to, if they could reach their fundraising goal, which they did, um, and actually went over their fundraising goal by quite a bit. They, um, he said that he would dress up in full costume for one night, their busiest <laughs> night is Friday, um, and serve um, throughout the night in a costume. And so he wore a full uniform costume, uh, or sorry, a full unicorn costume that night and served. <laughs> um, so he did um, commit to that and that was a fun way, a fun challenge for them to really um, fundraise there yeah. and participate, but also um, the home team option is wonderful. So that option is a way for our participants that maybe cannot make it on November 6th on mm -hmm. Ride Day um, to support the cause um, virtually. Mm -hmm. So they can um, get their miles in by running, walking, swimming, however mm -hmm. they please. Um, but the fundraising does stay the same uh, mm -hmm. for that. And the fundraising minimum does start at 300. No, oh, that's great, mm -hmm. uh, especially for those who just can't be here at that point in time. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Gerard, some of the money's already gone to great use. We had uh, $50,000 that we took from the money that was raised in 2019 to help support our CAR-T, developing CAR-T cell program. Uh, as you know, that's a, 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 a way to use cell therapy to treat cancer. It's been used a lot in the uh, heme malignancies, but now it's being looked at a lot more carefully for solid tumors. So that, that could be something we could bring these new treatments to the state of South Carolina uh, for our patients. You've already mentioned why you think this funding is important because it you know, allows us to do things that uh, are unrestricted and normally not budgeted for. And sometimes those things come along. Can you think of other examples where you would deploy these kinds of funds? And you're involved in a lot of outreach stuff yeah, as well. So so um, for people who don't know this, you know, medical universities, um, you know, spreading its wings around the state and, and the cancer center is a big part of that. We want to serve all the patients in our state. And we also uh, realize that some people aren't as fortunate in the state of South Carolina. We're in a state that has uh, two thirds of our counties are rural and underserved. And, and one of the things we're doing is expanding, for example, uh, our screening programs, um, including mm -hmm. a mammography bus, including uh, screening for lung cancer to these rural and underserved uh, areas. Uh, we need funding for that. We need to be able to um, uh, both provide those services for people, um, but also do some research on, on the needs of that population. 
Um, and so we have a really uh, great group of people here, uh, led by Dr. Marvella Ford, who, who works in these communities um, uh, to, br to bring uh, good cancer care and navigation uh, of, uh, of, of our patients once they develop cancer. Um, and, and we need to, to expand those services. It's one thing to have uh, this great cancer center in Charleston, but you know there's Hampton, South Carolina, mm -hmm. and Lancaster, South Carolina, um, and Florence, South Carolina, and Andrews, South Carolina, and if you've driven through those towns, and you know, at one point I actually have, and I, I, it got filled up, but I had a map of where my patients came from and put little dots in, on my map and, and went and just drove through some mm -hmm. of those places at mm -hmm. different times. You'll find that once you get 30 miles outside of Charleston, you're in some of these uh, rural areas mm -hmm. um, that need our help. And this is the type of fundraiser that can provide that help, that research for that community and, and services for that community. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great. So Rachel, beyond just being a fundraiser, this is a special event that brings together survivors and their families in, 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 a, in a special way. Mm -hmm. So what, the, what else is going on to you know, have remembrances and think about the memories of those uh, you know, emotional yeah. experiences and other things yeah. that makes this event so special. Absolutely. Um, so like we were saying, this really is the catalyst for groundbreaking, um, to raise funds for groundbreaking cancer research, right? So when you participate in this event, you're not only riding and participating as a cyclist and um, enjoying all the fun aspects of the event, but you're riding for a cause. Mm -hmm. You're riding for a family member, a friend who maybe has lost their battle with this awful disease. We're celebrating our cancer patients of today and we're working to provide the best care for our cancer patients of today and tomorrow. Um, so I feel like when you cross that finish line, um, our riders <laughs> get a sense of being a part of something bigger than themselves. Um, they get that sense of being a part of the cause. They mm -hmm. really understand mm -hmm. that and it's impactful. And there'll be some celebratory events other than just crossing the line as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we have to uh, celebrate our, uh, our riders and participants, and participants and make it fun, right? So we are going to have a large Finnish festival um, celebration on Isle of Palms right on Ocean Boulevard. Um, it's going to be a great celebration. We will have testimonials being played um, during the event as well mm -hmm. uh, from riders and our patients. And um, we will have a packet pickup event actually the evening before at Firefly Distillery to come and get all your goodies. We will be offering bags and t-shirts and rider jerseys for all of our participants this year. Wonderful. Yeah. I can tell you that the <laughs> celebration in 2019 um, when we all got together was just fantastic, right? Yeah. The night before there was some music and, and people got to see each other and, and, you know, and then the day of after the race um, when you're kind of tired but you feel great. Um, we're, we're all together afterwards. It's just right. such a fun time, Rachel. And, right. and, uh, and, and I thank you and, and team for, mm -hmm. uh, for getting us ready for that because it's a long <laughs> ride and we want to celebrate afterwards. Yeah, and it's a great way. You're forming those lasting relationships. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I know we keep saying race, but it is just a ride. If you right. would like to make it a race, you're more than welcome to and challenge your other riders, but <laughs> it, is just, um, it is just a ride. And like I said, we are um, 
focusing a lot on becoming more of a family friendly and making this more accessible to everyone. And um, I am excited great. about that island ride, that 10 mile ride. <laughs> oh, I think it was a great addition. Yeah. Um, Dr. Silvestri, do you have any special anecdotes or stories about the ride? Yeah, be before I get to that though, I, I do think it's worth saying that it is not a race, so that mm -hmm. there are plenty of stops along yeah. the way, that there are different uh, distances for the ride. So people who are on a Huffy Beach bike, please don't don't think you can't be at that race. There are going to be some intense riders who go out with Hincapie and, and right. get out there and ride 100 <laughs> miles. Um, but, but for most of us, this is a ride and it's, it's a lot of fun and there are plenty of places to stop. Yeah, you know, my, my anecdote is that, um, uh, you know, I, I tried to stay with this Peloton for people who don't ride a lot. Um, if you get in a big group, they kind of, the, you lose the wind drag and they drag you along with you and you can go really fast. And so we got this like one, like there's only like two hills in Charleston. <laughs> we got this one hill and I just started falling back and falling back and falling back and falling back. And I was like, guys, don't leave me. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I caught up to them at the next stop and they all just started laughing at me and saying, right. Sebastian, man, you got to get in better shape if you're going to do this, uh, <laughs> you know, big ride. And so, uh, you know, I've been riding a little bit and spinning a little bit. So mm -hmm. next, this year I'm going to hope to stay with them. But it was a whole heck of a lot of fun. And it's yeah. the one other thing I'd say, Rachel, and I know you, mm -hmm. you're going to plan for this. It's very safe. Um, there Absolutely. are there are police out there. There are, are ways to keep us um, safe from uh, oncoming traffic, and and the ride itself is mm -hmm. very very safe. So mm -hmm. I don't want people to uh, not think they can come out, and even particularly on the island ride, which I know will mm -hmm. be much slower and and safer. So please don't don't think this is not going to be uh, the utmost. As far as I can tell, I don't think anyone had a problem no. uh, in, in the 2019 no. inaugural event. So. We want to keep it safe for folks yeah. to get out there. Absolutely. We work with a great management company mm -hmm. that helps us with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Rachel, where should people go for more information if they need it? Lavella.org. You can <laughs> register there on our website. It has all the information. And then also on our Facebook page. Um, on that Facebook page, we also have um, a list of events with um, upcoming training rides that we host um, and any fundraisers that we'll be hosting as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cancer Chat. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MUSC Hollings, and visit us online at hollingscancercenter.musc.edu. And remember, here at the Hollings Cancer Center, we're finding tomorrow's cure for cancer today.